What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to the Red River Horror Podcast. I am your host, Joe Zakreski. This is episode number 22, and I am joined by the RedRiverHorror.com founder, my buddy, Eddie Cayazzo. Eddie, welcome back. Thank you. Merry Christmas, Joe. Merry Christmas to you as well. Glad to have you back. It's been a minute. Yes, it has, but as always, terrific job just Keeping keeping the podcast awesome with some great guests and some great stories. Yeah, dude, that was a lot of fun. And, you know, like we said, we've said it before and we'll say it again, is eventually we will be having more video going. Yes. And so, like, in that episode when we were talking about Shemokin, there's, like, a lot of great video opportunity there. So getting out to the center part of the state. And then you have some fantastic ideas to get out. And we also have to get to that Watcher house. We do. We have to get to the Watcher House, Clinton Road. Uh, we do have to get to Shemokin now. I think we can accomplish this in the first quarter of 2021 because both you and I have a crazy year coming up. We do. And I, I have. A, I just have a strong feeling we can at least achieve one on that checklist there to get some video content from. I agree. And you know what? When I was saying, it's like, I know, I know I'd said, all right, next episode, we'll talk like I, I, next episode, 100%, we're going to talk about upcoming things. Yep. Let's have everybody who listens chime in on what they think we could do. And we'll add it to the, We'll talk about it the next episode. That would be great. And the way you do that. So everybody, and we do have a good amount of listeners that I was surprised. Like I'll see people out and be like, Oh, the, the, the podcast. I'm like, yeah. Oh, you listen. Yeah. So red river horror at gmail.com. Both Joe and I have access to it. Red river horror at gmail.com. Please reach out, Joe. I'll let you finish your thought there. I didn't no, but like in. send us ideas, send us something you think would be a cool idea to do for, for the, even if it's for the website, not necessarily for the podcast, just yep. anything that we can add content wise. And you know, we'll make 2021, you know, 20, 2020 was rough, but it's getting it's gotten better. We got we started doing this out of it, and we'll just let's just keep riding that high. We'll just make, every year get better from here. No, it started th- this, and and to your credit, man, we we just we started watching movies like the old days because yep. literally at that point in the pandemic there was nothing else to do. Um, so we so we went back and watched all the phantasms, and in in that time, you're just like. It's time for the podcast. It's and, time, and you and you you lit the fire under yeah. the ass of the podcast, and here we are. Yeah, I mean, I missed doing it, and it was like, let's do it with, uh, do it with uh, with friends, and do mm-hmm. it with uh, something we enjoy rather than just something random. Yes, and shout out to Steve Feast. Great job last week. Sir. He did do a great job. Yeah. He'll definitely come back on as a friend of the show. Yeah. Us three got a riff on uh, Halloween three. That's what we're just gonna oh, yeah. do. We're gonna do a whole episode yeah. as we get to the next fall about but Halloween three. You know what? He's got a lot of. We didn't get too far into it, but he's got a lot of great knowledge about like collectibles oh. and things like that. So I was gonna ask him to bring some more of that to the to the table because I know he know, he he knows things about that that I you or I don't know anything about. Like when we did the Halloween three, he's got those cool little. Halloween three figs and all that. So <laughs> some interesting stuff. I'm unlike unlike other like people in the space, I actually love learning stuff that I don't know. Me too. You, you know, like I'm not it's not like, well, let me let me show you my knowledge on something. It's like, no, please tell me tell me what's what, because I, I love learning all this this new information. Like yeah. when we spoke with 
Daniel Farron's earlier in the year. Just learning different things like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Yeah. So I, I would love to hear about the collectible space, especially uh, for horror fans, because I know that horror fans are into that, you know, the, the yeah. different things you can buy surrounding their favorite picture. Yeah, It's definitely the weakest uh, thing that I have of being a fan of anything is I don't have much that I collect. Yep. Um, which I, 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 it's just not for, it's just not how I am. And I know a lot of people have like cool stuff that they have. I have some cool stuff, but I don't have it like the same way other people who are actually like collectors who have a collection of things do it. Sure. Maybe someday I will. I don't know, but it just hasn't been a thing of mine. Like you got a bunch of cool videos on a shelf. I do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. I collect literally, I would say more physical media now than yeah than things like i'm i'm like you i'm I'm not a big collectible type person but i know that there are people especially listening mm-hmm. that do love that world that you know area that even though i'm not interested in it i know somebody else really is so yeah i, I like to learn i like to hear about it and and uh as far as collectibles go i also like to make money so if you're saying that this is something i can invest in just to offload at a later time, I'm into that. True that. True that. And some people pull that off really, really well. Yep. So Think 40-year-old virgin when he sold his uh, yeah. entire collection and then... <laughs> sold everything. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean... Mm, maybe, yeah. Maybe I could have been better. <laughs> Got into the collectibles and tried some different things. Um, let's see. Uh, is my mic? Did my mic just cut out? No. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You can't hear yourself? No, I can't hear myself. I think it's just the, oh, it's the headphones. It's your headphones. I was messing man. around with the headphones. Oh, man. So that, uh, we used to have a customer we called headphones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, just to finish, sorry about that, folks. Uh, just to finish up with the uh, the collectible things, like there's only, there's very few things that I'm like particular on. And one, um, as like most people who know me knows that I basically gave like my drum kit a makeover and did a bunch of things and i did like a trade-in at sam ash with like some old stuff that i just hadn't used in forever and my preferred brand of symbols is sabian and there's some people who just don't care they'll just buy whatever brand sure i don't know what it is i mean i'm not ocd about much but it's like i just like having a matching brand uh, i understand that completely and uh the salesperson there is just like huh sabian guy huh I'm like yeah. yeah yeah is that is that not is that not a normal thing? Wait, or, plus you're forking over money. Who the hell cares if you're a Sabian guy? Yeah, exa- exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like it, it, sh- it shouldn't matter at all. And um, yeah. And then I sent a picture to a couple different things to see how, um, you know, like, hey, check out my new setup. And I had like somebody I know, like same comment. Oh, Sabian guy, huh? Like, is that not like? This... It's one of the big three brands. It's not It's not that uncommon. And then I even put it up on Reddit, in a Reddit group. It's just like, they're like, huh, you like the Sabian brand, huh? I'm like, what the hell is going on? Is, is there something I don't know? Is this like some kind of jerk-off brand that I'm buying? No, I, I think that that's a fair, just because there's things that I don't understand about yeah. people's equipment. Like I tried so hard growing up to be brand loyal to different things. Yeah. At this age, 
I, I don't care as much, but the only thing I can liken it to is in DJing, there are pioneer people, there are Denon people. Sure, yeah. So, but to, to think that I'm guessing, I'm just trying to liken it to this, is there, there's Zildjian people and Sabian people? Are these yeah, the I mean, Zildjian's the biggest of the bunch. Right, that's what everybody uh, has. And then there's Minel, and then I think it's pronounced Paiste. Or okay. I'm going to say Pasty. Right. Either way, I mean, it does... It, but I mean, that's a thing. Yeah. You're a Sabian I mean, guy. Yeah, and they're just like, oh, who's even endorsed by them? I'm like, I mean, fucking Chad Smith from Red Hot Chili Peppers. There you I go. Get off my dick. <laughs> <laughs> like... But either way, it's just something where I'm thinking about like collectibles or brand savviness. It's like that's my my go to, and yeah. not to get like too off topic, but just something that's been making me laugh when thinking about collectibles and brands. This my the this, this judgment I've gotten <laughs> over my choice of symbol. Brand. Every platform. Oh, no, you're a saving guy. Huh? Uh, yeah. When I was yeah. a kid, it was the first name brand that I could afford because right. they had a discount line. That was in my price range of being fifteen or fourteen, probably fourteen. So, so that's important. I stuck with them. Right. They did right by me, and I've stuck by them. That's so, why I was a Stanton. Stanton. Guy that's right for DJing because our first CD decks that we used were Stanton. Yeah. Now Gibson Guitar bought the Stanton brand. Not to say that the brand has fallen off, but it's not it's not the same. Like when we were DJing back then when we were 15, 16, 17 years old, we were using the real legit Stanton gear. Right. So I had a thing for Stanton until they were bought out. I mean, and that's just the way it goes. Yeah. It's the way it goes. I think the only time I had a hard time like separating from a brand was when I was always like Sega or Nintendo is cool. I'll never have Sony, but then when it placed in it, you know, Sony took over fast. Yeah. It's like once PlayStation 2 came out, it's like it's like you can either have this or Xbox or GameCube. <laughs> right. And it's like GameCube is more of a side piece. I don't think I could have used that as a regular system because it didn't have the same titles and sports games and, and that's just the way it goes. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to change brands, and then sometimes I think about getting back into video games, but I don't have the time. No, that's... I I, I've I've thought about this a lot, because the last thing I had was an Xbox One, and I had it for probably a year, Yeah, and I sold it, just because I was not playing it. I played... The last time I played was, I think, my birthday in 2015 or 16. I actually played all of Halo 1. Nice. And that was it. That's yeah. the last thing I ever sat down yeah. and played. So right, It's the way it goes. And uh, shout out to Google for sending me a free Stadia. Nice. Maybe at some point I'll be able to set it up and try it out, but I didn't get to do that yet. Yeah. So, I mean, that seems to be the way that they're going to try and compete with the big boys is Stadia. Okay. Um, I would love to play that game, Last of Us, that's going to get turned into a TV show. I don't know if you've ever seen any clips of it. I've I've heard it was awesome. No, I have not seen anything so about it. So I was over a friend a friend of ours house and a buddy of ours, Joe, was just starting the game up. Okay. And now this is Joe who's has the same name as me. Not you know. Yeah. Another Joe. Joe. His name's Joe Griffin. He's a great guy. Check out his artwork. Sure. He's a guy I would love to have come on the show. One to talk about last was also talk about some of his horror art, because he did the original Universal Monsters. No, so that's awesome. I don't, I don't know if you've ever seen those. Just 
fantastic artwork. Yeah. And but he's really into those games. He's into gaming. And I remember I'm just like, I thought it was a movie. Right. I mean, the intro was like a movie. It scared the crap out. I'm like, whoa, like my wow. heart was pumping. And then next thing you know, I mean, it's a video game. Okay. So it looks like taking, I don't know, you could say Walking Dead, Resident Evil, whatever, but it's like, you know, it looks really good. And hopefully it'll be a good TV show. Absolutely. And we'll get to that at some point. We're, so the point is, we, we have a lot of, this was the launch pad, 2020 was the launch pad Hell yeah. of the Red River Horror Podcast. I know all the tentacles that horror reaches. Joe knows all the tentacles that horror reaches. The collectibles, gaming, like there is so much more to come in yeah. 2021 on the Red River Horror Podcast. So that was just a long way of telling everybody that. I know. It's just I get excited and then I start to rant, which is, I, <laughs> I guess is a good thing. Yeah. I guess if I'm going to host a show, then yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do it. I'm, I, you know, I'm not going to say that. I, you know, I, I'm pretty good at talking to myself. <laughs> but i'm not too not too shabby with other people but, but this, I, I think you've done a great job with our interviews so far which we've been fortunate to have thank you yes you know? yes so, and we'll talk a little bit more about kind of a year in review we're just going to talk yeah. about it you and i we'll do that for the next episode so send us your ideas on what else yes. we can do for the show what else can be done for the website let's have some fun tell your friends tell their friends tell their friends tell their friends and maybe even their aunt or uncle who knows tell your enemies to listen yeah and we will tell them to fuck off and listen and tell their people to listen yes yeah everybody listen all right joe what do you got so here's you have been preparing these shows so i'm excited what do we got today (laughs) so i figured today because we had you know we talk like christmas season is a little tricky because you know neither one of us are too huge into the christmas themed horror movies yeah because they're quite cheesy and not that there's anything wrong with that nope I mean, there's some that I've enjoyed, and but they're not as memorable. Like, you know, you, you have to be a very devout fan of the genre to really enjoy some of these movies that come around. So with that being said, I'm just, I just going on to Rotten Tomatoes, just getting random with what falls under that horror Christmas genre, and I'm going to read to you the title. We can read some of the cast and maybe a little synopsis, and we'll just call it, Would You Watch That? All right, I'm ready. All right, so <laughs> let's play. So first one that comes up for me, and surprisingly, so it has a, uh, where are you, where are you? Come back to me. 83% fresh rating, which kind of surprised me. It came out in 2015, called A Christmas Horror Story. Oh. Okay, and now this this stars, let's see. Let's see. Director William Green. Shatner. Yes. Yes. I was about to say I'm like there it is. William Shatner. I've seen this one. You've actually oh, uh, you have seen it. I I don't know why cuz I I like I said you and I on the same page. Not a huge fan of horror films that are Christmas themed, but this was on Netflix. It was really late one night. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And I'm like, you know what? Let's see. Because the, the little preview thing was William Shatner talking behind the radio mic. Obviously, I'm on the radio. So I was like, yeah. right, let's see what the hell's going on. Not bad. The 83% fresh is no joke. Not bad at all, this film. Not even Santa Claus is safe from the evil that descends on Bailey Downs, a small town that is suddenly plagued with malevolent spirits, zombie elves, 
and Krampus, the anti-Santa Claus. Of course, it's Krampus. I feel like as I click at random, I'm going to find a lot of Krampus thrown in there. Which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. I mean... We'll see when we get to him when you read the synopsis. Probably the the scariest thing about it. You would like a a Christmas horror story because the payoff Mm -hmm. is very messed up and well done. Like you'd be like, oh, oh, that's messed up. You know, I like that. Mm -hmm. There is a good payoff for a Christmas horror story. Okay. All right. Well, I got another one. It's called Christmas Evil. And this is from... Let's see. Streaming release date was 2018. Looks like it's older than that. Sometimes right. So it says Christmas Evil 1980. And then the stream release date 2018. Okay, so I guess they re-released it. But it's 75% fresh, mm-hmm. 32% audience score, starring people that I don't really know. It's just got a picture of Santa with an axe and Merry Christmas X out. Our movie info is eaves, an eavesdropping on mother turns a boy into a killer who roams the streets dressed as Santa Claus. Would you watch that? I'll tell you what. I'll show you the cover. Yeah. You can take a look at the cover there. So that's Santa with his axe. Not look, not in 2020. Looks maybe a next little, year. Looks a little dated. Yeah. Not not in, not, not this year, mm-hmm. but maybe maybe in 2021 if that were to come up, perhaps, but not not today. Yeah. And now here's one that's 38% rotten, 31% audience score that is, some people might say, better than the 2006 remake, yet not as sharp as the original, the 2019 Black Christmas. Did you watch that, or would you watch that? I would watch that. I didn't watch that, and everyone is going to be mad at me. I haven't seen Black Christmas since the first time you and I watched it years ago. I was about to say we went and we saw the 2006 one in theaters. We did, and we liked it. Oh yeah, yeah, I I did. And I'll tell you why, Carrie Fisher. Oh my gosh! So if you want to try and say that's better, it's like it gets you know it's a hokey you know horror movie whatever, but it has Carrie Fisher. Yeah, and she's fantastic. She is. So if you are missing Princess Leia, you want some Carrie Fisher in your life. Watch the 2006 Black Christmas. So I would say yes. I will. I will check out the tw- the 2019 Black Christmas. See, I didn't want because I enjoyed the 2006 one, and it's like being like, oh, they remade it already, and then you think about it, it's 13 years. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's been a month. What the hell happened? Is it? A, it's Blumhouse. Yeah, it's the Blumhouse. new Black House Christmas. So, yeah. so at least here's one thing: if I'm already not a huge Christmas horror genre fan. So I, I mean no disrespect because I look forward to really diving into the indie and independent horror films this year. For sure. I don't think I could handle a an indie or independent horror film about Christmas. I just don't know if I could do that right now, especially with the year that it's been. Yeah. So I would have to have the polish of a studio like Blumhouse to say yes. Which right. which I, I think I, I could. Yeah. Yeah. I think I could watch that. Okay. Just to give it a shot? Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, the original reason I had no interest in seeing it was because I actually really enjoyed 2006 and just that one critic saying it's better. No, Carrie Fisher kicks ass in it. Mm-hmm. It's totally worth it. It's just She's not just some old lady. No. She's a bad bitch. Yeah. And we love her for it. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, let's try this one. It's called, it's an Australian movie, Red Christmas. 
Mm. Let's see. Red Christmas starring a bunch of Australian actors. We don't know. Um, made $2,200 at the U.S. box office. That's $2,200. So must have been released in like one theater. Yes. <laughs> All right. So it had a good night. Yeah, so Red Christmas, and so here's the little description. A widow and her bickering family gather at her remote estate on Christmas Eve. She must soon protect them all from a hideously deformed killer who's out for bloody revenge. Okay, you want to take a look at the box? Yeah, let me see the box. Let me see the box. What's in the box? Do we know who D. Wallace is? Yes, D. Wallace. D. Wallace. Uh, so D. Wallace is uh, legendary. She is. Uh, do, 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 do. I'm trying to think her big role. That was Cujo. I think she was the. Ah, yes. okay. She's in. She's in Death House. We we interviewed yes. Rick Finkelstein and. Uh, yes. Uh, Vernon Wells. Uh, that uh, I have seen that come across, and I will pass. All right, not watching. And I like D. Wallace. D. D. I love you, and I hope you'll be on the show. But yeah, I'm not watching. That. Sorry, D. Sorry. Please take no offense. Nope. I. You know, it's the holidays. I got I got a lot going on. Yeah. So it's hard to remember Christmas remember everything. Horror films, yeah. yeah. So yeah. The black the Black Christmas two thousand six one just gets crushed on here. Fourteen percent rotten. The other one's like at least forty eight percent rotten. That's a that's a sh- 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 You know what? Let's see. You know what we're gonna try? We're gonna have an experiment. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna do a little digging for next year, okay? Okay. Next year, during December, we will have the writer and the director of the 2006 Black Christmas on the show, and we are going to talk about how much we enjoyed their film. You know what? We should. Yes, I say that's a goal. Let's put that in the uh, hmm. let's put that in the notebook to remember. I want to do that. So here we have one, and there's no consensus yet. But I'll just read you to the title, and it's just called Mother Krampus. Huh. It's exactly what you, a witch steals children at night before Christmas. What was the budget? Oh, this is this is a uh, very low. It's not even posted on here. Okay, I'm 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 sorry. No, I mean even I, just looking at the box, I'm just like, geesh. Yeah, not this year. Pass. Hard pass on that one. Hard pass on that one. That's okay. Yep. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Mm-mm. Did you ever see Silent Night, Deadly Night? Oh, the old one. A very long time ago. A very long time ago. <laughs> I mean. I haven't gone back to it. There's just that one just makes me laugh so much. It's because the guy he just constantly he's dressed as a Santa Claus and before he like kills everybody he goes punish. <laughs> I mean, at least that's the way I remember it. <sighs> I, I to be perfectly honest, I don't even remember it. I did see it. It's just very very long. Yeah, I mean so that's an old one. Yeah, it's an old one going back. Let's see who we got here. Come on, give me, give me one. Hmm. Let's see. Oh, is this the Krampus sequel? Was it Krampus: The Devil Returns? Did you see that one? Nope. Oh no, there were a bunch of Krampus. Nah, pass. This was. I think this is the actual sequel to the other oh. Krampus. Oh really? Like the was it Universal Pictures? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, w- I pass. Hard pass. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't a huge fan of Krampus to begin with. Now I like it. I've appreciated it more because of the actors that are in it. Like I thought, I thought it was you know it was fun, but 
Okay. Nah, pass. I don't want to see the sequel. Okay, here we got one. This one is called A Cadaver Christmas. It has Ben Hopkins as Eddie. Oh my gosh, that's your name. <laughs> ben Hopkins, Michael Kennedy, Daniel Raridin Hale, Hanlon Smith Dorsey, Yos Hayashi. Okay. Um, when a dark force takes over the morgue, a ragtag band of heroes has to save humanity from a growing army of the walking dead. Pass. <laughs> Quick on that one. Yep. Not, not even going to think about it. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that, that don't, it doesn't look very good. But hey. Okay, let's try this one. 1984, don't open till Christmas. Available to rent or buy on Apple TV. <laughs> All right, starring <laughs> great Edmund Purdom, Alan Lake, Belinda Maine, Jerry Sunquist, Kevin Lloyd. Okay, uh, let's see. Movie info: A Scotland Yard inspector hunts a killer of hunts a killer of Santa Clauses around town, around London. So, guys, killing people, killing Santa Clauses. This guy's hunting him down. This, uh, what, what do you think? Nah, nah. It's a thirteen percent audience score with, a, with no, with no tomato meter. This is a big ask of time, and and during the holidays, it's hard. It's hard to put horror first. Yeah. Uh, and so if I'm going to sit down and watch that instead of Christmas Vacation, it's got to be good. It's got to be worth it. Nope. Here's one. How have I not? I have to check this out. This has a lot of. Is it rare exports? A Christmas tale. Hmm. Let's see. Ani Tamilia, Jorma Tamilia. It's like rare exports is an unexpectedly delightful crossbreed of deadpan comedy and Christmas horror. It's ninety percent certified fresh, seventy percent audience oh. score. Let's see. A young boy named uh, Pitari and his friend Yuso think a secret mountain drilling project near their home in northern Finland has uncovered a, the tomb of Santa Claus. However, this this a monstrous evil Santa, much unlike the cheery Saint Nick of legend. When Pitari's father captures a feral old was it a feral old man to wire was it? captures a feral old man in his wolf trap the man may hold the key to why reindeer are being slaughtered and children are disappearing interesting so it's a uh fin finish movie with a you can watch it with english subtitles i would totally check that out it sounds it sounds interesting yeah uh, we'll give it that uh so rare exports a christmas tale just because i've been passing on so many this might benefit from a yeah I'll good, watch it. Good reviews. Yep. I mean, not not bad looking. Okay. It, it's I, I this has turned on me and now I am intrigued. See? Huh. Go figure. Go figure. Let's see. Let's see. Let's go deeper down the list. Who we can find. Eh. I'm really sticking out for me right now. Let's see. Oh, gosh. That horror movie, the Jack Frost horror movie, there's one for you. 
Yeah, I mean, other than remembering <laughs> the, bo- the box was cool at West Coast, but yeah. uh, pass. <laughs> yeah, pass. Uh, let's see. Let's see this one. Saint. What if instead of a kindly old man, Santa Claus was a bloodthirsty, murderous bishop? That's the reimagining you can expect from this Dutch horror movie. Uh, I mean, box actually looks really good. Just called Saint. Yeah, that does look cool. Good looking box. Yeah. Otherwise, me. Not not in twenty twenty. Yeah. And then we did did we watch the original Black Christmas together? We did. Yeah, I thought so. Hmm. I thought so. Remember being being good. Nothing spectacular. It was it was like oh yeah, all right. Was this one starring Emily Blunt, or is she just in it? yeah no she's starring two thousand seven Wind Chill. A chilling, a chilling story about a college-aged woman and her classmate who becomes stranded on the side of a remote highway around the holidays. Mm. That could be fun. You want to watch Windchill? Yeah. A moody, spooky tale is, is one a of the quotes. moody, spooky tale. Yeah, that looks... Uh, if it has, uh, I would hope that it has that kind of slow pacing. That's like, ooh... Now, I can't remember. Is, is that true? Because we, I'm pretty sure we watched this next movie together. I can't remember it being Christmas, but I guess it was Dead End. We did watch Dead End, yes. With the president from uh, yeah. from Command and Conquer. Yeah. <laughs> Actor Ray Wise. Ray Wise, right, yes. Also known as um, anybody who doesn't know Command and Conquer... Red Alert 2. Yes. You could also know him. He played uh, the character Robin Scherbatsky's dad on How I Met Your Mother in the later seasons. And he was in uh, Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah. And Twin Peaks. Yep. So Ray Wise, yes. Uh, dead End was a good one. We already saw that. It was. We, I thought it was we did. good. I couldn't remember that that was like the plot was Christmas. Yeah, I don't remember that either. I guess it's been... That, that's. I mean, that's what they're in the car for. We saw it because that was... I believe that was straight to... If it wasn't straight to video, it, it it didn't it wasn't released wide theatrically. Huh. Wait, wait is, huh, is let me yeah, when a family en route to a Christmas Eve gathering decides to take short a shortcut down a wooded road, an eerie sequence of events signals trouble ahead. After nearly colliding with an oncoming car, father, Frank, Ray Wise, picks up a ghostly hitchhiker and her infant child. Is that Lynn Shay as his wife? I can't remember. That is Lynn Shay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It is. So so Lynn Shay is is awesome. She's the um, the medium in Insidious. Yeah. She. she yeah. Uh, she's Mrs. Noogie Burger in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. <laughs> Newborn. Oh my gosh. I mean, and here's the thing. It's you know what? Honestly. I couldn't like. I need to watch this again because all I remember is that we. I really liked it. Oh, I you, thought it was awesome. You really liked it. It's seventy-five percent fresh on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, sixty percent audience score. I mean, so that's that's pretty solid score. All right. You know, so anybody listening, if you want something to check out, I mean, I we definitely didn't watch it around Christmas. Uh, I no. can't. Time has passed. It came out in two thousand three, so we watched it when we were in high school. Yeah, we watched so. it. It was. It was at, it was at Hollywood Video that our friend that we went to high school with recommended it. Or no, it would have been Blockbuster. Yeah. Is huh. it Blockbuster or Hollywood? 
Okay. I can't remember, but I know that I remember. Oh, no, no, it was Hollywood. Because I actually remember the, the weird thing you had to squeeze for the tape to come out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. And I remember getting it mixed up with uh, uh, thinking it was going to have a great soundtrack because I kept thinking of Lost Highway. Right. Which has a great soundtrack. Right. Yeah. Done by the legendary Trent Reznor. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. How many Krampus? Would you watch a movie called Krampus Unleashed? Nope. It's out of there. What about the Gary Busey classic, G- The Ginger Dead Man? Uh, I've passed that many a time. Yeah. No. That's going to stay on the pass. If we were still in high school and we had off for a week, or if we were in college and we had off for a month, oh, God. maybe, and we were doing this podcast, maybe I'd say, all right, we got to do it. No. Definitely not. Could, could you imagine if it was still like that? That'd be so nice. It would be. Be like, all right, everyone take take just a week. Be yeah. like, all right, everybody just stop for a week. Relax. Yeah. Call, you know. I know some places, some some businesses do that, but in our line of work outside of this, that just doesn't happen. No. No. So, <laughs> all right, let's see. Let's try this one. Better Watch Out came out in 2016. So it's called Home Alone is surely one of the most popular and iconic Christmas movies of all time. Though though it is not, of course, a horror. However, if it was, it would look something like Better Watch Out, a slick reinvention of the home invasion subgenre. Olivia DeJong plays a babysitter, Ashley, who attempts to protect her charge, a 12-year-old Luke, played by Levi Miller, when they are threatened by intruders in his home. But all is not as it seems. Better watch out. Yes, I would watch that. Yeah, sounds kind of like yep. uh, The Purge or The Strangers, but a Home Alone type feel to it. Yeah, I, I, I would be, I'd be interested to find out what the punchline is. Like, all right, what's really happening? Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Oh, that one could work. Let's... Okay. Well, I'll do a... Try one more. See if I can get you with yeah. one more before... Yeah. All right. So this one... It's called Dead of Night. Never play hide-and-go-seek in a house where someone was murdered. While it might be the best known for a Michael Redgrave's night terror-inducing ventriloquist dummy scene that sparked the phobia of possessed puppets, Dead of Night also invites you to a Christmas party with a special guest, Space Case Sally's genuine terror at realizing what she thinks she saw is what she really saw will forever have you second-guessing shadows creeping in the cold. What is obvious in the scene, encroaching darkness and shadows looming over what a place you know is haunted without ever having to hear the big reveal, is hardly as chilling as what is not so obvious until the truth silently materializes. The ghost of the little boy plays hide-and-seek with the other children as if warm blood courses through his veins. Unlike many stereotypical see-through phantoms of the era, this one doesn't have the telltale translucence, which would set off a chorus of screams. Being almost disturbingly normal is exactly what makes him so terrifying. So this Dead of Night movie. Hmm. I'll give you a hint as to why that sounds strange. It was released in 1945. Oh, wow. Okay, I could dig I'm in. Yeah. yeah. And if it wasn't 1945 based on that, you probably would say no. Yes. Because that's where I was trying to get you with it. I'm <laughs> like, all right, I could see it in your face, but nobody else could see your face. It's like, all right, that's right. definite. No. Let me tell you, it's 1945. But yeah. So that was fun. Yeah. Let's pick another topic 
play this game again. Yeah, definitely. I and, and really, we got to uh, we got to get we got to get the 2006 Black Christmas uh, folks on board. We got to do that. We really do. And dead end. Let's see if we can get Ray Wise on the show. Yeah, you want to go for Ray Wise? Yeah, or I mean Lin Shay, of course. I mean, believe me, Lin Shay would be awesome. You um, see, you see that computer right there behind you, that Dell. Yes, I have that for one reason and one reason only, because it's the only piece of machine I have that'll still run. <laughs> Command and Conquer Red Alert Two. That is awesome. In the original series. <laughs> yes, that's all I have it for anymore, and that's all I use it for. That's so. It's my favorite. It's like you know, it's my favorite game series of all time. Yeah, can't, can't let it go. It's incredible. But that's all we have for you here on episode. 22 yeah man merry christmas merry christmas to all yes to all a good night i am joe zakreski you can find me at red river joe of course email us uh at you know red river horror at gmail.com eddie i'm eddie Kayazo. find us at red river horror red river horror at gmail.com joe thanks so much merry christmas to you your family and all of our listeners out there right back at you and please throw us some ideas for next for our next episode, we want to go over, you know, see what listener ideas, some other things that we can bring to the table to, you know, keep keep having a, a really good time doing all this stuff. So thank everybody so much. Have a Merry Christmas. And remember to keep traveling those channels of fear. Oh, <laughs>